Welcome to the Green Divas Radio Show. A little fun, a little music, and a lot of green facts to help you get your life on the green track. Now, welcome the host of our show, Green Diva Meg, Green Diva Jennifer, and Green Dude Scott. I I like that. Isn't that nice? It seems very professional. Thank you, Ivan. It seems. It is very professional. (laughs) It is. All right. I'm sorry. You, you, You know what it is? It was the drive up here. It was soaking wet, wasn't it? Well, it was a little wet, and you know, sometimes. Um, can you hear me? Because I can't hear me. <laughs> I can hear you just fine. Ah, oh, it's the wax in my. Maybe ears you have my mic. No, I'm good. I can hear me now. Anyway, yeah, it was a little wet driving up here, but welcome to the Green Divas Radio Hour, and tonight you have Green Diva Meg and Green Dude Scott. Green Diva Jen is out tonight, so you'll just have to suffer along with the two of us. But we do have a very full show. Yes, we do. We do. We have our very own Green Diva Jean from Maine calling in to give us a report on news of green happenings in Maine, um, but also to talk about the November Terrascope, which we, we wait for every month. Very exciting stuff. She is, like, eerily on target, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, scary. And I, I'm kind of a doubter when it comes to that stuff, but, but she's pegged s- me every time. Right? So. Yeah. And it's been like a year you've been uh, listening to yeah. Green Diva Jean. Um, and then we have, I love this. This woman is such a lovely woman. She calls herself the Green Reaper. <laughs> Her name is Elizabeth Fournier. Yes, Fournier. And um, Fournier. Fournier. Yeah, if we're doing the jersey thing it's fornier um anyway she's calling us from oregon tonight and she uh is a funeral director um with uh cornerstone funerals out in boring oregon yes and i'm not calling it <laughs> i'm not calling it boring it not actu- the state of yes no but it actually is the name of the town uh, now the, how did they name town? that Really. I know. Come they on. sit around Was and go, it, what do you want? Were they bored? What do you want to do? I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to do? Let's, let's name it boring. Now and then my mother would say, no, it's not boring. Only you, only people are boring. <laughs> or you know what I mean? You're not well, bored, you're boring. Well, apparently there's a town now that's boring, so. Yeah, it's in, well, maybe they meant it boring as in like making a hole, tunneling, you know, boring, right? No. But I. Is it, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for playing along, Scott. <laughs> Well, I can just imagine people, yeah, where are you going? I'm going up to that place. Yeah, it's boring up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. You know, boring. Incorporated in 1952. Boy, we're making fun of her town. That's rude. Anyway, she's a, I'm really, real. and listen to the name of her, um, she, the name of her boring. memoir. The name of her memoir. She, yeah, the I'm woman very has curious. a sense of humor, obviously. The name of her memoir is All Men Are Cremated Equal. My 77 Blind Dates. <laughs> Don't you want to meet a woman that writes a memoir? Well, I'm not sure I want to meet a woman that <laughs> writes a memoir like that, but sure. Well, yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> I see what you mean. I don't want to be 78. <laughs> but she makes it sound like, really, like she sent me the nicest email, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 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 and, and it made me want to talk to her. And I thought, you know, I guess if I were going to die, I'd like someone like, you know, the Green Reaper to take care of me. Well, I look forward to speaking with her. It'll, it should be very interesting. I think it will be. So, and, and I'm also going to play one of my favorite tunes today from Kathy Moser, who's been a guest Green Diva with the show on the show with us. She's from the area, but she's written a song about natural building called Straw, Clay, Wood, and Stone, 
which just it popped up on Facebook. I think she posted a new version of it, and I just decided I wanted to play it. Very timely. Well, it is. Thank you very much. It is. So, anyway, enough about, um, you know. Well, I, I'd like to build a house out of leaves right about now. <sighs> I just love this time of year. Leaves are fun, aren't they? Leaves. Don't you want to just make a big, giant pile and dive into it? But, like, now you got to worry about, you know, broken glass and... Broken? No, well, and now they're wet. Yeah, they're I, wet. I didn't get to them before they got wet. But. And, of course, there's so many wonderful ways to get rid of them. Well, yeah. You can be very green with leaves. They're, oh, they're absolutely. useful. They're I mean, they're necessary. like mulch. They're, they're, well, for me, compost. But look at so many people. They get out that, you know, gas-powered blower on a Saturday oh, morning so when you're trying to sleep. Oh, stinky and noisy. Oh, I wanted to blow up my neighbor the other day because <laughs> I finally had, like, a morning to sleep, and it was like, you know... Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. No. That's an unusual time. It was. Must be one of those retired guys or something. Yeah. What yeah. on earth is going on out there? But yeah, they're kind of gassy, stinky things. What happened to just raking? Raking is good for you. Lots of good exercise. But who wants to do Who's got time? Have you ever raked and not gotten a blister? Yeah, your hands are probably all callous because you're Farmer Scott. Farmer Scott. Farmer Scott. Farmer Scott. I better turn off this phone because inevitably it will ring. Not that it's got it's got a pretty cool ring. But anyway. I so on the news front. Yeah. Scotty, what do you have for us? You've, you've well, always got the tidbits. Well, the election was. Oh. <laughs> oh, that. that. Yeah, you think I'm just trying to. That is all, know, it's only the beginning. Block it out. <laughs> of all that excitement. Well, see, here's. Eric, you want to know my, my theory on this? It's written on your Ricola? No, I'm just. Oh. I'm fiddling with my Ricola. I ha you know, I'm still coughing up along from, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe it's the moldy leaves aren't helping. Anyway, no, my, neighbors the my theory blower. about this election season thing. Yeah, conspiracy? No. No, I I really, I, I, I this is my answer to all the, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, right? Uh, yes. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. To all those crazy people on Facebook who are like, na 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 the tea parties take over the world. <laughs> I say like that. I say, pretty much. <laughs> and I say, go for it. I, I can't wait to see it happen. Really. Let them hang themselves because they got enough rope now. And I have never heard any serious constructive plan on how they're going to Keep the tax cuts and cut the budget on, what are they going to cut? Like education? I mean, you know, just wipe it out and that might make a dent in it. You know, they're not going to touch the sacred cows, not going to touch the defense budget. They're not going to touch the farm subsidies. They're not going to touch Medicaid. Not the subsidies, no, but the farm bill. Nobody will touch it. It won't be good for the family farmer. It won't be good for the politician, which is why no, by why that thing has grown into such a monster. Well, the whole thing has grown into a monster. But monster. I I was fairly pleased. My my point with this was the turnout was pretty good, considering. Hey, I voted. Did election. you vote? Of course, I did. Jesse, did you vote? Yes, she did. Nodding. No, she didn't. The little <gasps> bug. Look at her. That's it. She's got guilty eyes. <laughs> she always has guilty eyes. Silent Jesse. <laughs> Did you hear that? Confusion. I have my reasons. She's young. I suppose I had my reasons too. So on, on the good news front, or at least partial good news, was GE's announcement last month. that they're. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are we board. done with the election, like, blathering yet? Oh, we could go 
we could go hours on that. Okay. All right. I just I just want to touch on that farm bill thing that you right. brought up because I yes. I do think it's very important to the changes that I feel strongly about and a lot of the people who listen to the Green Divas feel similarly about creating stronger, more sustainable agricultural systems which are more regionalized, more local, you know, creating the you know, and and that last farm bill, albeit a a beast, did have a little bit more in terms of subsidizing and creating new um um that's probably gene already. Could be. Oh my god. Anyway, I was going to get on my my little, you know, stump about um about the farm bill, which is just this this hideous beast, but it's remember Farm Bill, that whole, if you looked at CNN or any of those maps on the, the election night, right? The red map. You see that giant red swath in the yes. middle of the country? Yes. That's the farmland. Yeah. Those people can't vote against anything on the Farm Bill because they get voted out of office. Oh, the farmers absolutely. own those people. Uh, well, that's big farms, that, big that, ag. You know, people blame special interests, but everybody has a special interest. Why don't Their the own. family farmers have special interest? You know, that's farm aid. That's where yes, farm aid is. comes and, in. And they do have some we support. Love farm but aid. I tell you, the population is overwhelming, and it goes the way of the populace. Unfortunately, the voting populace. I tell you. I tell you. We could. We could go on. I could go on and on about it. Well, and, we'll have to know. blog about it. We'll have to blog. On our site. Blog. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> and and Jesse's reminding us, right? Tell them about our blog. It's thegreendivas.com. <laughs> You can find us on Facebook, Green Divas Radio Show. Please make Jesse got with my us. hint on that one. <laughs> and um, you know, you can find me on Twitter, Green Diva Meg, and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So let's move on. We got Gene. Hello, Gene. Green Diva Gene. It's probably warmer in Maine. Well, no, she said they're having a nor'easter. It's, yeah, ours. I know. Hi, hi, Gene. Hi. How are you? Good. How's your nor'easter doing? Oh, it's good. I've got a candle going just in case everything yeah. goes out. Oh, it's that exciting, is it? Oh, well, it is exciting, yeah. It's raining really hot and blowing. I love a good storm, you know? As long as you have candles and food, you know. Right. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> so what is going on in Maine this week? Okay. Do you want the telescope or do you want greens? Stuff oh, let's make him wait on the telescope a minute. You know, build that up a okay. little bit. I'd, I'm curious to know what's going on green in Maine. Well, there is so much that goes on. It's constant, it's, and it's fascinating. But I came across something really interesting this week. I saw that um, somebody had applied for a, a farm. They're building a 12-acre farm that made application for a 12-acre farm that is going to be um, a both organic and um, a community farm that is, the purpose of it is to teach kids and adults about farming. and Ooh, educational um, farm. Yes. Yes, and um, the man that's starting the farm, his name is Jed Beach, and it turns out he's written a book or is writing a book. I don't think it's quite It's going to be published in 2011. He's written a book called The Community Farmer, How to Start and Sustain Education Programs. Wow. 
That sounds fabulous. Well, it is. It really is fascinating. And he's also, you can actually Google. I have yet to talk to him, and I, I want to get to talk to him because it, he's got a heck of a background. He, he was a, an assistant director of a community farm in Natick, Mass, for oh. at least five years. I know Natick. I went to school there for six months. Uh, well, yeah, it's a long story. Go ahead. <laughs> it was one of those good stories, huh? <laughs> and um, then he also has an MBA in organizational and environmental sustainability, which he got from Antioch University in Keene, New Hampshire. Very cool. So he is not just. He's made it a career, and he's um, certainly taken it to a high level. Now, they, okay. Yeah. So well, some well, of the things they're going to do, well, first they have to clear the land. Then they have to deforest the land. Oh. And they have to build fences around it to keep the deer out, because the deer are probably just sitting there waiting for the first things to be yeah, planted. Yeah, the deer, the deer and the moose. Right. Moose and um, as soon as he has the farm established and going, then he's going to begin the educational part. Wow. I love that. Now, when you talk about community farm, are they going to do a community-supported agriculture, a CSA program, where you buy a share and you get... Well, it... uh, it doesn't say that they are, and it okay. doesn't say that they're not. Okay. That's just uh, curious. He intends to build, have a farm stand, and he intends to have um, food products would be organic fruits, organic vegetables, pasture-raised poultry, meats and eggs, and goat milk projects. Wow. Yeah, you have to be diverse to survive. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. and he's going to do this all and make it sustaining on 12 acres. Which I, is cool. I, I did you hear me ranting before you called about the farm I bill? Didn't, I didn't. No, that's funny. Yeah, be, because I was ranting about how the farm bill doesn't do enough to support these types of efforts, but it has gotten a little bit better, and it's just one of those sacred cows that um, our politicians won't touch. Well, Jed has gone all over the United States uh, looking at these. Uh, this kind of educational farm. And he's uh, gathered up a whole bunch of names of farms and things. He's got a website. Oh, what's very, the website? Very interesting. Oh, what is it? Oh, wait, I'm on the wrong page here. Let's <laughs> see. Because uh, we'll put it up. It's called... Uh, I think. Well, I just Googled his name, and then I came up with the Community Farmer, How to Start and Sustain Educational Programs. And then I see it says Farmed, F-A-R-M-E-D book, alloneword.com. Maybe I've got a better one, though. That's not, let's see if I don't have a better one. What's his name again? Jed Beach. Jed Beach. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I was it's a old-fashioned name. Sandy. Yeah, and... isn't that nice? So, yeah, he's not Sandy. Romy, I guess. Composting. <laughs> <laughs> I That's get it. funny, Jean. Uh, yeah, yeah. Green. I tend to be a little Lomi myself. <laughs> Roaming in the Loaming, huh? <laughs> All right, well, I'll look it up, and I'm going to post it here on on our yeah. Facebook page, and also Jesse, I think, already got something, or she will, for our um, playlist here and, uh, uh, in the studio on the Homegrown Radio site for our listeners. Um, okay, and the other thing, I thought I'd uh, give him a call and see if I can get an interview, and he might be somebody you'd be interested in interviewing on the Oh, definitely. Definitely. How are you doing, Scott? I'm wonderful. I'm very curious about my telescope for this. Okay, I can bring that up now. <laughs> Let's see. All right, what's Scott? We'll do Scott first. Uh, I'm a Taurus. And how? You are a bull? I'm a bull. Okay, Taurus. Now, this is for November. Your relationships are more peaceful when you are willing to be with what is rather than trying to make your friends and co-workers fit into your fantasies of a perfect person. No one can fit your vision of a dream person because the dream is only yours. Real is exciting. Ooh, you got that? That was heavy. You get that, Scott? I did. All right, I've pissed. Yeah, I read mine, Jean. Hey, uh, share it. No, well, I share d- it. no. Jean's going to read it. I forgot what it was already. Okay. Oh, you bought. Oh, I. You got it. Uh, okay, I, forgot, I didn't read it to you. Okay, Pisces, right? And Work with what you have this month. Don't waste time wishing the situation were different. The people, places, emotions, and responses are exactly what you need at the very moment you find yourself seeking to escape. <laughs> However, an immediate response is not always necessary. I'll think about that. Is fine. <laughs> I like it. I like it, and it's, well, as you know, very relevant. <laughs> well, you. <laughs> I like I'll think about that. Yeah, because while while a Pisces has to work with it, you don't have to come up with an answer for other people. You can always come up with. I'll think about it. Yeah, sounds like like <laughs> Al-Anon black belt kind of stuff. I like it. Yeah. Now we could do Jesse. Jesse, little Aries, little oh, Aries yeah. girl. All right. Silent Jesse's listening. Changes should be initiated concerning your dreams and wishes. Uh-huh. First, oh, this is good, dare to upgrade your dreams. It isn't that you're dreaming too large. It is that you are dreaming too small. Next, see yourself joined with your desires. You already have that which you seek. Practice uniting with it. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. So she rolled her eyes. I saw it. <laughs> She's eye rolling. I Still roll. annoyed about the Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not me, no. No. All right, then we just have to have Scorpio for. Oh, Scorpio. Oh, yeah. Scorpion. Scorpion. No, that that's. 
my husband and uh, Wayne and Jennifer's husband. Is, and we always talk about our Scorpio men. Okay, Scorpio. The recent difficult times come to an end this month. Oh, yay. Nice. With the end of chaos comes an opportunity for new beginnings with new situations and new people. You may have to change the way you look at your life and yourself. You can become free and happy on your own. Well, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm getting paranoid now, Jean. All right. No. Well, this isn't yours. I know, thank God. Oh, I see what you... Well... Yep, see? You see where I'm going with that? <laughs> this is my job to annoy people. <laughs> oh, don't right. get me started. One of the Capricorn is Jen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Capricorn. You have many friends and admirers. Some few of them can be very jealous of you and put roadblocks in the way of your projects. Pay no attention to the obstacles. Just step around them. You can count on the support of most of the people in your life. Well, that sounds kind of promising. Yeah. I like hers. Can I have hers? Yeah. Sure, <laughs> take it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, there's probably... Well, you know, there's nothing. Yours really wasn't so bad. Oh, no, I'm just teasing. It was just... Um, it's very Taurus. I'm staying right where I am, and i got deep roots. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. That's Taurus. Well, it is. You be a bull and you stand there and just instead of wishing, it's a lot, this whole month is a lot about staying with what is and yeah. not running to get away. Which is always interesting, right? Yeah. Well, Jean, I really appreciate your doing a little homework to find that story about Jed Beach. And what I did Beach. find is um, the website is Farm Based Education. Dot org. Uh, farm based. Yep. Farm based education dot org. And it oh, looks like they have some. And I read it wrong. What did I read it as? Something else. But it's very interesting, and I'm I look forward to hearing more. And if you do connect with him or give me his number, whatever, I'd be thrilled to try to set up an interview. I think our listeners would enjoy it. Yes, I, I would that people would be interested in it and there's so many interesting things going on here in Maine that um, maybe we can have something new for you next oh, month. Oh yeah, well that's that's what we'll look forward to getting our December telescopes and an update on what else is going on in Maine. Okay, go. Thanks so much Jean. Okay, have a good Enjoy day. Enjoy your nor'easter. Thanks Jean. Right, thanks. Bye Scott. Bye. That was good. I, I like Jean. I enjoyed that. I, I think I'm rather... My sister's calling next week uh, to do a segment on what's going on green in Austin, Texas. Oh, don't we know somebody else from Austin? We know a lot of people from Austin. We Amy know, we Evers. We know Austin. Amy. A Amy yes, Evers is down Amy. there. There's quite a few people that have landed in Austin. So... Um, and, and, and I just... I would, I would encourage. I think I want to try to set up a couple of different, you know locale kind of geographical reports get our, a green diva correspondence calling in and we have them all over the country we actually do we do we've got um eves uh heather eves down heather in, eves DC. in dc and she's probably got like more than she can she's possibly. the one that sent me that link uh, earlier about the um 
the lunch kit for kids that is completely sustainable. Oh, I, I thought you were giving me the finger for a minute there. Yes, yeah. this is my deep thought. The, the deep thought. Is that thought. what you got? Yeah, I took it personally. Finger? He's deep thinking at me. <laughs> Mom, he's deep thinking at me. Let's see if I could find it. I'm like, oh, ding. Okay, just, just to let you know, you're on, uh, you're listening to uh, the Green Divas with Green Diva Meg and Green, Green Di- Dude Scott. Green Dude yeah, Scott. I, yeah, I know. I, you know, see, I'm always looking over here. You're not looking at me. Watch me. Watch me. Do you know the dog training? You know the dog, the signal? Oh, I thought that was how you train the kids. Watch me. Watch me. Oh, my God. Just left. Anyway, should we listen to some music? Absolutely. Jesse, start out with this wonderful, as I said before, um, Kathy Moser has been a guest Green Diva on the show. She's played music for us in the studio. And one of my favorite songs of hers is a, a song she wrote about natural building called Straw, Clay, Wood, and Stone. And I'd like to play that and maybe a couple of other tunes for you, and then we'll come back. And we've got more. Stay tuned. The bird builds a nest high up in a tree. It's beautiful, simple, and strong. The bird builds a nest and it fits right in. I want a home like that Uh For me and you To let it shine On everyone We heat our homes with light From the sun Let it shine Come on home We're built for straw, clay, wood and stone Now the bee builds a hive In the heart of the tree It's an apartment house So sweet Builds a hive, beautiful to see. A home that's good enough to eat. I want a home like that. Simple and true. I want a home like that. Uh-huh. For me and you. To let it shine. There's a mansion on the hill Built almost every day I would not want to build them my house that way Cause the ransom on the mansion Will never go away You'll have to pay and pay and pay And pay and pay I'm not here to suggest We go back and live in caves But why do we build these houses That just turn us into slaves When all we really need Is to be warm, safe and dry Tucked into the earth with Good view of the sky. I'm gonna build a house that lives light on the land that the birds and the bees can both understand. I'm gonna build a house that sets me free. Don't wanna work for my house. I want my house to work for me. Let it shine on everyone. We'll heat our homes with light from the sun. Let it shine. Come on home. We'll build for straw. Now, more of the Green Diva and our Green Dude Scott. 
dude. God, I feel so cool with our little, you know, pre-recorded things. <laughs> Those things. Those, Those things. things. Ivan's good. Thank you, Ivan. Makes me feel like a real He's green a diva. Yeah. So, awesome. Jesse did a great job there. We're, we're adding to her confusion over there. Yeah, she's just like all over that board. She's all over it, man. She's all over it. She's got it. So, before the break, you were saying something about GE? Oh, General Electric. I love General Electric. Well, they're, they're actually so pretty amazing. They are, and, and they are all about being ecological. I mean, they are on the cutting edge, and they know where to be. They know that this is the future, so they're all over it. And they're doing that by buying and uh, quoting them tens of thousands of electric cars. Yeah. Wayne said, well, Wayne works for GE. Um, and um, Well, then I guess I love Wayne. We love Wayne, and <laughs> we love GE because they're, you know, keeping us alive, sort of. But... <laughs> um, but he sent me the, the um, yeah, he sent me the uh, press Newsbreak, release. Yes. Thank you. I got distracted because I'm like looking at my phones blinking. What, what am uh, I doing? Where great. am I? What am I doing? So uh, I, now, uh, now there's no doubt that there is some special interest for GE to be doing this. Well, heck yeah. Yeah, well, they, they have been and they have are ready to manufacture these charging ports that will be public and that yeah. you can have in your home. And you there'll be like a parking meter you pull up. You know, plug them in. Yeah. And yeah. they're rapid charging stations. Rapid charging stations. stations. They're kind of cool looking. They, they look like little kind of like space Watt age mushroom stations. top things. Yes. Right? Watt stations. Watt stations. And of course, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're wherever you work could have uh, you know, special parking. Parking. Parking for those parking? electric vehicles that would be, uh, that have their own charging station. Well, I got a press release from one of those big parking companies that's all over New York, uh-huh. but they also are in Chicago, probably L.A., um, that is has had a big opening in one of their parking garages in Chicago that had several of these fast charging station things. Yes. Four hours for a full charge. It's not at, bad. At two forty. No, you know it's not bad at all, and uh, I think this will work. I mean, so if you're going to work, for instance, four hours, you don't, you know. Yeah, that's even you know you work, you go to lunch, you could even go to lunch and come back and charge the rest of your charge. So it it is it is usable, and of course you have the the volt, which is kind of take you know takes away the uh, the angst of your 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 range anxiety because it has the backup generator. And the all these new terms we have range anxiety. Oh, it, well, it's going to be it's going to be there. Hey, I just want to mention this EcoVer thirty under thirty contest because they're celebrating thirty years, um, and they're they're they have this really cool contest going on to find the. 30 people under the age of 30 that are really doing extraordinary things to help create a more sustainable world, whether it's environmental or social responsibility. And um, I'm one of the judges, and I have to tell you, I I was really impressed with the people who had entered this contest. Right now, it's voting time for the public, so please go to ecoverusblog.com and vote. Or if you just blo- uh, Google Ecovera 30 Under 30. And uh, we have a kind of fun event next week that I'm going well, to. Can you just, how is that, E-C-O? E-C-O-V-E-R-U-S okay. blog.com. Um, and the public, and, and I really encourage you because it's very inspiring to read these. They're just a little brief, you know, um Profiles or yeah, little brief it? profiles of why they think or someone has nominated them to be um, in this thirty under thirty. You know That's why? Good. Why people go vote? See what's out there. 
Come on, people. Now, um, we have, just uh, to reinform, um, our next interview is with Elizabeth <laughs> Fournier, Inter- <laughs> funeral <laughs> director and corners okay, of Cornerstone mine. Funeral Services in Boring, Oregon, um, and she has been affectionately dubbed the Green Reaper. Her memoir is entitled, All Men Are Cremated Equal, My 77 Blind Dates. I think this woman is awesome. Let's get her on the air, Jess. Are you there? Elizabeth? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Hi, how are you? Excellent. Great. How are you doing? Oh, fabulous. It's a 70-degree day here in Boring, Oregon. Oh, I really couldn't ask for anything more. That's not so boring. That's not so boring. Oh, man. Not at all. Do you get a lot of really stupid, boring jokes about... I do. I'm waiting for one really fabulous one to come, so if you know one, please send it my way. I will laugh heartily, definitely. Yeah, well, probably won't come from here, but um, <laughs> but I just I love a woman who calls herself the Green Reaper and has the title of her memoir, All Men Are Cremated Equal, My oh, 77. Thank you. I'm a little curious about that myself. <laughs> um, well, just for the, we were talking to Beth, who does the show before us, and mentioned that you were going to be on the air. And the first thing she said is, "What? What is green? You know, what makes a funeral green?" So, can you just give us like a 101 on what it might mean to have a green funeral? Yeah, you bet. A green goodbye means no toxic and bombing chemicals such as formaldehyde and. No glitzy, semi-precious metal caskets. It's basically pretty simple. You, uh, it's a final gesture of reusing and renewal. I like it. I, the circle of, of life, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what made you decide to go? I mean, have you been a funeral director most of your you know, career? Yeah, I started 20 years ago in the funeral industry. I lived in a cemetery, and I actually slept with a shotgun underneath my bed. It was the definitely scariest, <laughs> scariest summer of my life. But I Wait, is, that, is, that, is that as if a shotgun could kill a ghost? It's alive people that scare the heck out oh, okay. of me. Oh, okay. All right, really. got it. Got it. I think people I'm hanging out in a cemetery oh. late at night, yeah, it's not the ghost necessarily. Got it. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So I've been, uh, I've been in the industry, and we're in Oregon. We're pretty progressive here. We started the bottle bill. We started curbside recycling, and we're very environmental. Cremation kind of came big on the West Coast, more than so than the East Coast. And uh, the opportunity, especially where I live, out here in my county, is pretty rural, and we can bury people in their own backyards. And so I thought, this is phenomenal. I definitely want to study as much as I can and get this going. Wow. So... Yeah, so th- so you've been interested in green burials for a while. That's because it sounds like it's just yeah. part of your lifestyle to have been involved in green and sustainable practices. Yeah, I kind of walk and talk a green life, and I'd like to help other people do that in death. And also, funerals are relatively expensive. My parlor is in the country. It's a remodeled goat barn. I keep prices as low as possible, and this is yet another way to keep the price low. Well, so talk to us about what the what the difference is maybe in price between a an average fun, uh, traditional funeral with the metal box and the whole burial thing and and what you do is there is there a big savings? Yeah, it's pretty significant. What we hear nowadays is the going rate for a full traditional funeral is about $7,000, and you're looking at embalming in the church and yeah. all of those things that go involved in that. Um, so different, it depends on, of course, 
what you want, where you are, but that's pretty much the United States average. Yeah. I provide the same service for under $2,000. Wow. And, um, yeah, I'm able to do that, and it's a really wonderful thing to offer families. Of course, cremation is much less, and uh, green burial is kind of a do-it-yourself gig. So I'm more than happy to be completely involved, such as going to someone's home and washing the body and transporting the body to either where they're going to go, someplace rural, somebody's yard, a cemetery which provides green burial, or I can just walk somebody through and not charge just to allow them the information of what to do. Wow. Now, all right, got to ask you, did, did you ever watch the HBO show Six Feet Under? Of course. That's <laughs> Hefty Ruth, the mom, my favorite character. I love Ruth. I love that show. I, well, Alan Ball's phenomenal. But um, So, I mean, in the end, that one character towards the end of the series died, and they had a really lovely green burial with him. Yeah, I really appreciate that. They had Nate's character, Nate, who was one of you. the sons, who yeah. was the funeral director. He had a green burial. And that really brought it to the forefront. That was the first time we saw anything like that on national television. And I just am so thankful to not only such a great show and wonderful enjoyment of hours of me viewing it, but I really appreciate them bringing the Green Burial to the forefront. Wonderful. Yeah. Now, I, it just sounded like I was reading through your website and the material you sent me, and it sounds like there are really some interesting things going on. So I thought I'd just ask you, what are some of the newest trends in green funerals that mm, might not be well, so obvious? Well, even though you're talking simply green, I mean, you still can do it in screaming style. That's really important <laughs> to remember. You can have an Egyptian-looking eco-pod, and that's just really fashionable, and that's kind of for the people who would rather wear fur but really prefer to go bare. You know? <laughs> There's a lot of mulberry leaves pressed into caskets. There's banana peel caskets. There's a lot of really fun things that way. Um, bare wood without the varnish, without right. the stain. Yep. There's great things from trees that can be turned. And urns, actually, a girlfriend and myself were making dryer lint urns. <laughs> and that was our big thing for Earth Day. We thought, hey, let's make this green go forward. And um, that, is... that was really nice. I got some nice press from that because nobody was using their dryer lint to do anything creative, such as make a, a burial pod for uh, a wow. individual. Wow. So... Tell me how many, come on, tell me how many people have chosen the dryer lint urn. <laughs> About 15. Oh, my God, that's incredible. I love it. I love those people. I love you for creating Yeah, it. they're fascinating individuals because, really, what is dryer lint? It's the dryer dregs of your clothing. It's kind yeah. of your hair, you know, your pollen, your dander, your shreds of your sort clothing. Sort of a little it's bit of everything. everything. So the cruelest it's joke of all, if you, like, had a husband you couldn't stand and he had really bad allergies, <laughs> right? Just like, you know, just a sinus nightmare. You bury him in um, dryer, dryer lint. <laughs> I think that's pretty That funny. would be cruel. It would cruel. be mean, wouldn't it? Well, you know, <laughs> how, how you decide to send off your uh, loved ones is completely I'm in end. a sinister mood. I'm sure it's, it's, it's I'm just teasing. Well, but what is, what is... Give us some stories. What is the oddest or most unusual that you've had? Oh, gosh. Um, I, you know, they range from all over the place. I would say one of the most unusual requests I've ever had is somebody wanted the United States of America flag painted on their fingernails. I mean, can you imagine just the size oh. of a fingernail and trying to paint that? I mean, that was, That's you know. weird. That was hard, and they, they were willing to pay me the extra cash not to do a press-on or not to do something artificial, and I could not get a makeup artist or a nail technician in to do it. That's so that what I was going to say, yeah. 
Well, it's a it very personal nutty. time, obviously. And it's I, had, I arranged a circus performance once. Really? A burial send-off. That was very... I mean, it wasn't... We're not talking about, you know, um, elephants. <laughs> have you, but, That's exactly you know, there was definitely some jugglers and some fired rings and some things like that. That was interesting. And, you know, something I did recently, which is really nice, there was a burial here in the county I live in, which is Clackamas County. We were right by the Clackamas River, and a woman had uh, everybody there in her life, and we all fished with these reed poles down in the river. Someone caught a fish. We feasted on that. People sent a basket around and put ideas of this woman and creative thoughts and thank yous to her, and those were burnt and sent up to the, he- the heavens. And, you know, it's kind of like holding your hands around a circle and singing Kumbaya. It was just beautiful and perfect, and it was just so ideal for who she was as a human. Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to leave instructions for my family in, you know, 40, 50 years from now that they have to find you or whoever you train to do this cool stuff. <laughs> Have you got plans? No, but uh, yeah, I want. <laughs> 40, I, I want. I want the Green Reaper because well, she's have. lovely. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Well, Thank Elizabeth, you. I have a question for you though. Are there minimum standards that that have to be met for burials? Yeah, of course. Now, are you specifically talking about being buried in a yard? Well, as far as regulations, state or, or I, I don't, I can't imagine there's federal regulations on it. But then again, you never know. But I mean, I, aren't there there are certain laws that their minimum standards? Yeah, that's a great question. Now, everything kind of is state to state. So I always tell people, before you try anything at home, check with your local county <laughs> and give a phone call to the health department and say, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Um, to clear up possibly a myth, as far as embalming goes, that depends on a cemetery. And what that means is, if you're going to be buried in the ground, you do not need to be embalmed. But if you're going to be put into a mausoleum, most cemeteries have a rule that you need to be embalmed. Hmm, um, you can view your loved one without them being embalmed. They can be cremated. Um, embalming is definitely a personal choice. The one big thing for people to remember is most states have a rule of after 24 hours of somebody passing, something needs to happen. Okay. Embalming, cremation, refrigeration, or burial. You can have somebody stay at your home, but there are some things you need to do. And if also if your loved one does pass away, you have that time to say goodbye or have people into the house. So yeah. I always am happy people are aware of that. Now, I, I, Oregon is obviously very progressive and, and leaning much more to the green stuff than New Jersey, for instance. Mm. But are you aware of what other states might um, allow? Like, I, I, I'm almost certain New Jersey does not allow you to bury someone in your backyard. New Jersey does not allow you to bury somebody in the backyard, and I only know that because my husband is from there. So oh. that's, uh, yeah, so, you know, we had to we check that out for, you know, Great Aunt Carmela. So we Aww. had to check, take a look there, see what's going on. But, you know, I've done some radio interviews, uh, for instance, in Miami recently, and I checked out Miami County, Palm Beach County, and I wanted to find out what information, so I was definitely educated by the time I spoke on the air. Well, let me tell you. I talked to the county who told me to talk to the city who told me to talk to the county. Yeah. No one had any information. And really what that meant, there's nothing on the right. books. There's no regulation that says you can or can't. They don't know. Yeah. Once somebody starts to do something, yeah. then regulations come. And then people start getting involved on the state level because it's kind of a moneymaker for them if there's sure. a mortuary yeah. board in place which says, hey, give me some shekels if you're going to do this because we yeah. need to uh, document right. it. <laughs> yeah, they'll, 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 they'll want a fee, which is a nice way of just 
gathering taxes without calling them taxes. Yeah. Well, well, you know, whatever works. Dying is so expensive. It's generally speaking, a state, a state regulated issue, not county wide or city, right? Um, I tell people to go to their county, but really a state um, makes rules as well. It really depends. We have things called funeral bureaus and cemetery boards and mortuary boards and things, and they make the rules for their own state. Oh, okay. And they have most things posted on their website, so I can never tell anybody enough not to take a peek and see what your state has going on, because even though what we do in Oregon sounds super cool, you know, I live 10 miles away from a different county, and it actually houses the city of Portland, Oregon, and I have a whole neighborhood who said, hey, we're retired people, there's five of us in our neighborhood, we all have five acres, why can't we plant ourselves in our backyard? We've decided as a, uh, you know, together as a co- cooperative group, we want right. to do this. Right. And I say, well, march on to the county, people, because you know what? It, all it takes is voices saying, yeah. why can't we? Right, right. Well, I found that your website was very informative, and I'm just going to say it out loud now, and Jesse will put it in the playlist. But um, Cornerstone Funeral Services website is cornerstonefuneral.com. Did I get it right? You did. It's lovely. Thank you. And you are a full service. You are a full service uh, funeral home. Yeah, you bet. We can we can bury, we can cremate, we can you know bring you to the church in a hearse. We can do whatever you need. Well, I yeah, as long as it's a you know biodiesel or you know (laughs) hybrid, sure. Hearse. You know, I I have found that I am particular to the green, but the thing is, I allow everybody to choose whatever they want for their own resting. So anything they want is just great. And, yeah, I'd love to say that I put the biodiesel fuel and I, I pour my own human waste into my purse <laughs> gas, but I really don't. She's been you listening. Know, I wear leather yeah. shoes just like most people. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I can't claim to be. I, I, I live in a shade of green, I suppose. Not well, a green. that's our whole thing is everybody does what they do, and it's not. You know, we're not all off the grid, you know, not not having any impact. Any, few of us can be zero impact man, you know. Well, what I have found, too, is I actually listened to Michael Moore in a lecture about 10 years ago, and he said, how many of you in the room know the character of the show Friends? And everybody said, oh, I don't watch that show. I don't own a TV. And he said, well, that's the problem, people, because if you want to be on the cutting edge, if you want to be there to impact and make a purpose, you actually have to be able to, the the mainstream has to be able to buy you. So that's why I look very contemporary. I, you know, run a business in a very business-like way, just because I have to be able to speak to the masses, not just to the converted. Well, and and, and that's pretty much our whole deal. We, um, you know, we, we have a a light message. You know, we're not heavy into, you know, we, we like to call it low-stress sustainability Well, here. we're giving everybody ideas. Yep. Just yep. like accessible. Elizabeth said. Uh, that's the word I'm looking for, accessible. You know, yeah. make the information and there's accessible. there's more and more every day, so. Well, there's and so you're not much. broadcasting your radio show from the middle of a cornfield or anything, right? You're well, actually. Well, actually. <laughs> actually <laughs> we, we kind of right next to a cornfield. Um, Many no. of them. But but we're you know no we're we're just normal people <laughs> normal yeah. people anyway right, well right. I really appreciate your calling in and reaching out to me and I want to stay in touch uh-huh. with you I'd like to do this again and certainly let us know if there's anything new or interesting I'm actually writing a book that'll be published in 2013 entitled The Green Reaper 
Oh, excellent. Well, you'll have to make sure we get a copy of that, um, and then we'll talk to you for sure before then. That'd be lovely. Thanks so much for calling, Elizabeth. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Green Divas. (laughs) Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She's great. I I just We didn't get to talk about the 77 blind dates. I know. Maybe I don't want to know. That's okay. Right? (laughs) Cremated. It's kind of funny. (laughs) So... that's great, and I, you know, it's she can't be the only one. Um, obviously, we're far from her, and she wouldn't travel all the way out here. I, I, I just can't imagine that 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 isn't. Well, people of the Jewish faith don't embalm. I mean, it's not like it's, except for the fact that she goes that much further. I mean, a banana peel casket. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm I'm fascinated by the whole dryer lint thing. Like, yeah. I, I'm like, really, <laughs> you're going to put me in dryer lint? I I don't know. Well, you know, you got your pockets with you every day. That's that's what you got in your life. So. I love my dryer lint. Why be afraid of dryer lint? It's got to be cheaper. What's Jesse saying? Jesse's. It's soft. Soft. Okay. That's a, that's a nice thought. Okay, Jesse, we know where. <laughs> you let your kids, we know where you're going. Dryer lint. Comfy. Um, yeah, Jen and I, tomorrow night, you know, I almost forgot. She called me, thankfully. But she and I are going to a, um, we've been invited to a dinner. Honorary guests. Uh, for the recycling, a metamorphosis, the 23rd annual Moores County Recycling Awards Dinner. Wow, that's got to be a shindig. <laughs> Wasn't there 290 people? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh my God, was it like the, the solid waste community in Moores County? Star I bet the freeholders are there. And, oh, I'm sure they will be. Guess who? Uh, Cutting you edge. Know, yeah. <laughs> little Miss Freeholder wannabe here. You didn't want to be a freeholder. I didn't. I didn't really. You got dragged just, into that kicking and screaming. I did. I was trying to do my civic duty to the poor, downtrodden Democrats in Morris County. Just be like everybody else. Sit back and complain. No. So anyway, they're going to have an eco-fashion <laughs> show that Jen and I are participating in. Oh, wow. I just had a flash. Yeah. Uh, there's us. Yeah. And they really haven't told us much about what we're doing, so we're like, okay. I'm going to be wearing one of my Diane Kennedy bamboo groovy outfits. And... Uh, I don't know. We're going to have fun. So that's tomorrow night. And then we have interviews. You know what? I'm such an idiot. I didn't. Did you Did you listen to me Tuesday when we talked about the schedule and write anything down? Yep. What do we have next week? I don't know. See? That's at home in my notes. See? Well, you have Jen next week. Anybody? Yeah. Jen will be back and next tur- week. And, and turkey dinners. No, not next week, honey. No, but we aren't we supposed to be talking about it? Oh. All right, next week we're talking about Thanksgiving dinner. I suppose we'll have some talk about turkeys. And don't buy your turkey from China. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesse did some turkey research that was so oh. disturbing recently. Right. The finger one minute. One, one minute. minute oh, she's giving us the one-minute warning. Oh, my God. Well, listen, please stay... <laughs> <laughs> Stay in touch with us. Check out the Facebook page, Green Divas Radio Show. And um, Jesse's not quite yet, Jess, but... She is on the board <laughs> she tonight. She is so wow. on it. Anyway, yeah, find us. Check the website for upcoming stuff and be here next week. Have a great green week. Bye. Bye. Ta-ta and stuff. You've been listening to the Green Divas Radio Hour. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, follow them on Facebook and Twitter, and don't forget to visit thegreendivas.com.